Dear podcast listener, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice not only our Wednesdays, but our Fridays as well to entertain you. But we think you are crazy to make us do a promo telling you who we think we are. When you listen to our podcast, you think you know who we are, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a dork. Uh, and a basket case. And I'm a princess. And I'm a pothead. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Prime Podcast. Find out more at theprimepod.com. Think of the tender things that we were working on. Hi, this is Renee. And this is Kim. And this is Round Trip. Oh my god. This is you know what I'm recording all this. That's good. That's good. Hi everybody. Welcome to another episode of Round Trip. Another episode. Another episode. As you can hear, we've got like it. we've got a little variety with us today. We are excited to have in the studio with us today our good friend and executive producer of Rogue Intel, Patrick Duffy. What's up? How are you, ladies? Good. Doing well. Excited to have you here today. I am excited to be here. Yay. I'm I'm a longtime listener. I guess you could say that. (laughs) First time caller. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could say that too. (laughs) So, Patrick, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you? Um, I am your traditional geek. Uh, I, I love computers. I love technology, but I'm trying to get away from being an IT guy uh, and I'm, I'm moving over to uh, audio production. And I guess it's kind of good because, you know, me being the executive producer of Rogue Intel and all. Anyway, uh, I am a host and producer of a, a show called Prime on the Rogue Intel network. And, uh, we, we are your morning show any time of day. An excellent show. Very funny. Lots He's of hilarious. relevant information. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's all Carrie. I have nothing to do with relevancy. Right. <laughs> yeah, Carrie and TJ are, are the, the, the people that support that show. It, if it wasn't for them, it would just be me stuttering into a microphone. <laughs> and what's really cool about Prime is that you record it live. Yes, we do. Uh, Mondays, uh, we used to record, but now it's Wednesdays and Fridays around 7.30 p.m. Eastern at rogintel.com slash live. And so not only can you hear the smooth melodic sounds of Patrick Duffy, you can also see him. On the ones and twos. Yes. <laughs> and his very <laughs> impressive soundboard. Oh, yes. Well, thank you very much. It's huge. It, hey, hey, hey. It's not the, it's not the size that counts. <laughs> The number so of nerds. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> oh. So, yes, Patrick, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really exciting. You are officially our first guest, special guest. Uh, what? Your other travel squad members weren't special? No, they were special, but hey, they were hey. special be- for a different reason. You're special for a special reason. I'm special because <laughs> I am special. <laughs> You're special because we've not traveled with you. So all of your travel experiences and information is new to us as well. So that's why it's super exciting to have you here. Okay. So let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about your travel experience. My travel experience has been limited to 
North America and Canada. I've okay. been to Canada once uh, in a vehicle, not a not an airplane. It was a long road trip, but it was fun. And that's actually one of the reasons that we wanted to have you on today is because you like road trips. I do. I do. I, I've been to California and Kentucky and Texas and, and other states like that on a plane, in a plane, whatever you want to call it. And uh, those were nice trips as well. They were for business, so it wasn't as nice as I would have liked. But yes, I, I, I am a fan of long road trips because I get to listen to my music and see the scenery and it gets me there without having to go through security at uh, the airport. Sounds good. So just a quick FYI, Renee and I don't like road trips. I know. Not. We are not big fans of road trips. Now that being said, we'll go on a road trip. Because yeah, we've, done, we've done road trips in the yeah, past. We'll do them. We just don't love them. So that's why we felt like we needed someone who really appreciated them and understood the magic of the road trip to be our special guest. So, Patrick, why road trips? Well, um, I mentioned it earlier. Um, it's cheaper than an airport. It's uh, cheaper and, and less frustrating than, than TSA security's checkpoints. Um, I guess the easy way to explain why I love road trips is because there there's no preparation for it when it comes to, well, I've got to get to the airport an hour and a half before yada yada, and I've got to take off my belt and shoes and, and, and all my keys and my earrings. And, you know, it's just get in a car and go. My last road trip was to North Carolina with my son. And um, it was it was great. We got in the car around four thirty, four forty five, and we just drove. I think nice. you can bond a lot more with your passenger uh, or whoever you're driving with uh, than you can on an airplane. So you're in your car. You've decided on a destination. How do you use or utilize your tracking devices to get to that destination? Do you use GPS? I'm, do you use a regular good old-fashioned paper map? <laughs> what do you use? Well, you remember that part where I said it was a technology junkie? <laughs> I am all about my phone. I have my phone plugged in via Bluetooth, and I use a program called Waze, W-A-Z-E, to navigate in the shortest amount of time. Now, don't you get concerned about the battery life and data when you're using your GPS from your phone? Like... It kind of kills like your data at the end of the day when you're using your those map apps. So does that kind of freak you out or you just really don't care? No, I really don't care because I've got unlimited data and I've got my uh, phone plugged into my car charger. I beg to differ <laughs> on the <laughs> okay. GPS. Uh -oh. <laughs> and only because I once road tripped to Athens, Georgia, which really isn't a road trip. It's like maybe not even an hour away, but it's longer than I want to drive <laughs> for a wedding. And... Came back late at night and I had my phone GPSing me back to Atlanta and I lost service. Like I lost the, you know, I, I was too far away from the towers in this rural area. And thank God I had printed out the directions as well because I would not have been able to make it back just based yeah. on the GPS. I've had that issue before. I use Google Maps or I use Waze. Both have something called caching enabled. In other words, if you chart out your navigation and you hit go mm -hmm. and it sets a route up for you, mm -hmm. 
Now, with, with Google Maps and Waze, they, they both will reroute you if it sees an accident ahead of you. Right. But for the most part, once you're routed, that route itself is on your phone. So if you lose connectivity, as long as you don't close that route, it's still going to use the local GPS in your phone to navigate you and say, and you know, in, in 2.1 miles, make a right on exit 24 to Nashville or whatever. Now, is that a setting that you have to have enabled in your phone to allow it to do that? No, you just have to not use Apple Maps. And see, yeah. I, I, I don't ever use Apple Maps, but I mine just would not take me to the next, you know, it just kind of kept um, resetting itself, but it never took me to the next or told me where to go next. So thank God I had it printed out, but, or I would probably be in, in Athens, Georgia right now. Probably be there right <laughs> <Pretty> now. <much. laughs> Talking to you Pretty good much. people. Who knows um, where I'd be. And I mean, I use Google maps also. And I, I noticed that if you, if you put in your destination and where you're going, but if you don't start the, uh, the actual um, map, like don't start it where it's telling you where to go. It's on your screen. So it's like download. It's almost like, I guess, having it offline, which I guess is similar to what you were saying, Patrick. And yeah. then you can always see where you're going as long as you don't start the map. Put it that way. Okay. And I do so. like Waze. I use that a lot just in my regular life. I hate Waze. And I have it set to boy band. So it says, in point one <laughs> mile, turn left. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've got to try. That's Waze. <laughs> I had it set to I had it set to Yoda. Oh wow! <laughs> Turn left, you must. Yeah, it was entertaining though. So, you got your maps. You're on the road. You're good to go. How do you stay entertained <laughs> while you're on the road? Like, are you playing Punch Buggy? <laughs> Is that what nah. it's called, Punch Buggy? <laughs> Nah. Now, I I'm, spy. I'm all, all, <laughs> I spy. Now, I'm, I'm all about the music. Let me back up and tell you a little bit about myself. I drive a Toyota Sienna minivan. Not because I'm a soccer mom, because I'm not. I've got two boys, but that's not why. Uh, I'm an IT guy, so I can haul supplies and tools anywhere I go, and it doesn't inconvenience me. But I am all about the music. So... In my Sienna, I've got two 12-inch subwoofers powered by 1,400 watts of amplification. Jesus. Now, no wonder they wouldn't let you be a soccer mom. (laughs) I don't listen. This is why the kids are not in the band, too. (laughs) Well, no, the kids like it. My my, my 15-year-old, he loves the bass. (laughs) He's all about the bass. Uh, Now, neither of us listen to rap or or hip-hop or any of that stuff that that you would think. No, it's not. Uh, there, there's there's a little something called EDM, and it's oh, fabulous. Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but also rock, like classic rock. They used a lot of bass, and a lot of the albums that are being remastered, they actually enhance that bass. So you'd be listening to Foreigner or Journey or even Elton John, and there's just a ton of bass that you never heard because you were always listening to it on cassette or whatever. I didn't realize Tiny Dancer had a lot of bass. I guess I'll have to <laughs> listen to it again. To that. Try that again. Yeah, but it's it, it, it's it, it's a toss up between music that I can sing along to that keeps me engaged and energized and um, podcasts like the round trip podcast. 
There you go. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? It is. <laughs> Isn't it just awesome? But so you do you make like a playlist when you for every trip or do you kind of just go in and shuffle and kind of listen to whatever you're going to listen to for that trip? Or do you go yep. in saying I'm driving to this destination? I think I'm feeling a little Metallica. I think I'm feeling a little ACDC. That's really all I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe want to slow it down a little Bon Jovi. <laughs> Ramp it up with uh, a little Springsteen. Slow it down. Yeah, no, I, I I listen to a vast collection of music. I've got a ton of music on my local server here at the house, and I use a program called Subsonic in order to get it on my phone. So I can stream music from my personal server here at the house anywhere in the world. Wow. So I, I usually I go between insane mixes where one song it'll be 80s pop, and then the next it'll be Metallica from 2004 uh and and then i go off and i'll listen to full albums that i remember and love and know all the words to and uh so it's it's a toss-up it's whatever mood i feel at the time that's pretty cool i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you a trap music mix so you can uh give those subwoofers a little exercise okay well please do i'd be uh happy to take your trunk rattle a little bit (laughs) Right. Uh, it bit. doesn't rattle. It, that, that Toyota Sienna is built like a tank. You mentioned that you do travel with your children. So how do you, how old are your kids? Are they old enough to the point where they can kind of keep themselves entertained so you really don't have to worry too much about them? Or oh, yeah. do you have to kind of, you know, pacify them a little bit while you're traveling and, and do certain things like, you know, stop off at rest stops and do other things on the road while you're trying to get to your destination? Or world, are they pretty good in a car and you don't have to worry about it? World's largest no, ball of twine. Right. <laughs> no, they're pretty good. They're uh, 15 and 19. Okay, yeah. So they're they could pretty much keep themselves entertained at, at this point. Yeah. Patrick, you got a 19-year-old? Well, not biologically, but yes. How do you keep caring entertained? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> that is well, I guess conversation. Yeah. I, I when, when Carrie's in the car and we're doing a road trip, a lot of it is trying to listen to music and then she says something. So I turn the music down so we can actually start a conversation. So the majority of our road trips are are just music and, and then turning it off. Music, turning it off. Music, turning it off. So do you consider the actual road trip to be, I mean, I'm sorry, the actual getting to your destination as a part of the fun of the, the trip? Or is it just really... This is how we get there. It was not well, meant to be fun. It's a little bit of both. It, I, I guess it really depends on where we're going. We've been on road trips where, like, for example, last year we went to New Jersey. We went to Red Bank, New Jersey. And if you're a fan of Kevin Smith or Jay and Silent Bob or Dogma or any of those movies, that's where they filmed the good, part, the good majority of their movies. So we went and visited their comic book store, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. We took pictures there. We then went to Red Bank, New Jersey, where they actually have the real-life Quickie Mart. It's called the Quick Stop. And we, uh, we took pictures in the exact same locations where they filmed. So it was really nice cool. to get that nostalgia feel. But that was a little different. We enjoyed traveling from one place to another. But for the most part, the majority of the trip was, well, we've got to get there somehow. So right. we, we drive. Um, and then there are road trips that we've had where we've gone to uh, West Virginia. And every 
couple of miles, we would stop and go to an antique store and just go antique shopping. So antique. for that, that was that was a part of the fun. Right. What sucks about road trips to you? Not being able to move around or walk or take a break. I'm I, I, I suffer from ADD. <laughs> and I, I I jest, of course, when I when I talk about suffering from it, but not being able to move around and, and do something is is annoying. Right. That and I have a bladder of I have the bladder of a two year old. So <laughs> having to stop every hour, hour and a half is is rather annoying. It's horrible. Horrible. (laughs) So um, what do you guys pack on your road trips? Snacks, food, water. Yes. Flares. (laughs) Weapons. (laughs) Weapons. I don't know. Well, I'm a technician. I'm a technician, so I always carry my Leatherman. When I'm on a road trip where I'm going to be gone for a long weekend or more, I will probably take other tools just in case I happen to need them. Um. Definitely a cooler filled with uh, either seltzer or water or a, a mixture of both and some healthy snacks, dehydrated fruits, nuts, uh, st- things like that. And uh, and then again, you know, if we see a cracker barrel, we're stopping. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me back you up a little bit. What is a Leatherman? Because I don't have one. I think I need one. A Leatherman is a multi-tool. If you guys are watching on video, you'll see... That this is one of this is the, my desk Leatherman. It stays on my desk, and it's got things like pliers, wire cutters, four different knives, Phillips screwdriver, flathead screwdriver, bottle opener. Um, hmm. Oh, it's a Swiss Army knife. Oh, it's 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 a Swiss Army knife on crack. <laughs> the best kind of Swiss Army knife. <laughs> if you're a crackhead, yes. <laughs> How will I get into this crack? I know. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, use my Leatherman. Use your Leatherman. <laughs> Yay! Oh. Hey, it's got a shiny surface, so I can break it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> so, Patrick, tell us about your first, your very first road trip. My very first road trip when I was probably five or six was to Sesame Place, which is an amusement park in, in Pennsylvania somewhere. And I vaguely remember it because, well, I was five or six years old. And on my way back, I went through the um the 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 old country pa mm-hmm. uh where everyone's in a horse and buggy that kind of thing mm-hmm. oh amish country yes that <laughs> that's pretty cool now sesame place was did big bird live there i'm assuming so okay <laughs> I, I don't strong, remember much about it or, possibility or was it a, a a uh big fowl <laughs> because it couldn't be a big bird because it was like not licensed Oh, no, this was a licensed amusement park. Okay. Ah, okay. I've never heard of that. How interesting. I don't even know if it's around anymore. Hmm. Renee, what was your first road trip? Um, I was maybe six or seven, and we left or moved from Texas, and we drove all the way to Connecticut, which is, I don't know why anybody will ever do that, but... That's yeah. one hell of a drive. Mm-hmm. It was... It took us like a whole day and a half just to get through Texas. Like I would fall asleep and wake up and we would still be in Texas. Fall asleep, wake up and we're still in Texas. Yeah, it took forever. It was my dad's idea because, yeah, for some reason he just said, oh, we should drive. And my mom was like, okay. (laughs) I have a question. Yes. What was your most tiresome or frustrating road trip? All of them. (laughs) 
If you had to pick one. Ugh. I had car. I don't know, just being in a car for a long time is just a- not fun in my mind. I think the last, the one with the uh, road trip we did together when we went to Panama City, getting there was great. Like We got there with no problem. We had a great time on the beach. And I remember coming back and we had to keep detouring because A, it was a lot of traffic. I think there was an accident somewhere. Yeah, it was just horrible. Um, I think my parents and I went to Canada. We Ooh. drove up to Canada um, and I was probably, I was under 10. I know that. I remember it, but I don't, you know, remember a lot about it. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid that I carried with me. So that should date. That should give you a good time, time uh, frame. But I just remember being in the car for so long and going to rest stops and, you know, them just being suspect and, you know, my mom being like, no, don't wander away from me. <laughs> you have to stay here with me at the rest stop, which, you know, obviously, yes, <laughs> because that could have gone badly. But gosh, I did not. Um, I, don't, I, I can't remember any road trip that I thought was pleasant. I'm just sitting in a car for a long period of time and, I, and driving for a long period of time. And I'm not a fan of that. How about you, Patrick? Uh, my, my worst road trip was also a very good road trip. The only reason I did it was because I was getting the chance to meet my sister for the first time. I drove from Maryland to North Miami. Oof. Yes. 18 hours straight. Goodness. Good grief. Straight. (laughs) No, no, no hotels, no falling asleep in your car straight it was oh it was so tiring it had to be horrible (laughs) yeah why why did you drive straight why didn't you you just chose not to stop or you just really wanted to get there as soon as possible i wanted to get there as soon as possible because i was getting the opportunity to meet my sister that i my half sister but sister still the same that i had uh, uh, never gotten the chance to meet before right he was excited yeah i was excited to get there (laughs) he wanted to get there Excitement only made it through the first 700 miles. <laughs> like once you get into Florida, it, it's it's almost like you were talking about earlier where with Texas, you you, yeah. you can fall asleep and wake up and you're still in Texas. Right. Uh, with Florida, I was going from the northernmost tip all the way down 95. And holy crap, it was uh, it, it was it was a test on my sanity. <laughs> a long drive yeah is that the longest that you've driven yes yeah 18 hours straight would definitely be it that's amazing that is amazing so what would be your dream road trip if you could road trip if oceans were no problem (laughs) let's say you were magically teleported to any country you wanted and then you could road trip from there to another location so you're so you have to still within reason you can't road trip over water but you can at least yeah. start anywhere. So I'm, I'm trying to cut out your TSA experience. <laughs> well, I, I definitely appreciate that. I, I would most certainly love to travel all throughout Ireland and Scotland. Oh, that would be awesome. Castles in green. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of pretty much everything Gaelic. Yeah. Where would you start and where would you finish? I'd go east to west. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd probably zigzag throughout the rest of the country as well. Right. Any particular reason why why Ireland and Scotland? It well, you said it—the greens and the castles. Okay, I, it's just there's something about like look, 
picture yourself watching Braveheart, which is in Scotland. Mm-hmm. How how beautiful was that? Mm-hmm. Or watching just, Brave, <laughs> which I like too. And uh, that was in Scotland. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Are you yeah, talking yeah. about the cartoon? I am. No, okay. No, okay. Yeah, I, I just I've I, I've always had a thing for the moors and castles and uh, you know living in america growing up in in the u.s of a uh the country was only founded a couple hundred years ago and Mm -hmm. and so for us it's really hard to fathom that you can go to a country that's got thousands of years more heritage and history and and there there's even some structures that still remain right and it's just absolutely gorgeous how about you, Renee? What would be your dream road trip? Um, it probably sounds like weird and everybody already wants to do it, but I think I would actually do Route 66. Um, I just think it's one of the oldest roads here in the country, and there's some history as you go down that road. So I think I would probably do Route 66, and or I would do the whole uh, Pacific Coast, just go along the whole California coast and just go all the way up north. Which I could do since I do live on the West Coast, but I, again, just don't feel the need to hop in my car and do that. But if someone else drove, I think I would actually do that. I feel like, I think this year was like the 90th anniversary of Route 66 or something like yeah. that. Um, yeah. They told, we went, when we went to Grand Canyon earlier this year, and I think they told us, I think that's what they said. It was like 90 this year. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool that I happen to be mm-hmm. here like while that's happening. I don't yeah. have a dream road trip. I hate road trips. <laughs> Thank you. I guess Sharon. I guess Sharon dream, road, dream road trip would be flying to the beginning and <laughs> and then flying and flying to the, the end. end. <laughs> uh. Got it. Or really, you know what? Probably if I could get like an RV that someone else drove, and I didn't have to be responsible for anything. And I think that's why I like flying so much. I, I'm not responsible for anything when I'm flying. I'm just there. Yeah, it is up to other people. And God to determine if I make it to my destination or not. But road trips, I'm too involved. <laughs> I'm way too involved. So yeah. I would, if it were an RV, I guess that would be my dream road trip. An RV, a, a souped up RV with uh, Patrick's subwoofers and <laughs> a driver. And an awesome playlist. <laughs> an awesome playlist. So in other words, you want and me to drive you around the country. Is that yes, it? Pl- yes, That's please. It. <laughs> An Xbox 360. <laughs> well, I guess, I, I, why am I even, see, look at me. I'm already downgrading. An Xbox One. <laughs> Let's go with an Atari 2600. <laughs> I'm why gonna not, my, right? I'm going to take my Commodore 64 and <laughs> I'm just going to play <laughs> winter games let's not for, the whole way. Let's not, for, let's not forget about the ColecoVision. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like all of those could be in my souped up RV. And my souped up RV, thank you very much. Oh, Patrick, souped up RV. Patrick, I'm <laughs> hiring you to drive my <laughs> souped up RV, sir. <laughs> uh, it works either way. <laughs> it works either All right. way. But yeah, that, I think that's the only way I could really mentally engage in a road trip. Just not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you stay safe if you don't have Patrick to drive you around and fight off the bad guys for you? <laughs> For the rest of the people, like, do you have any suggestions on how you stay safe when you are on a road trip? Uh, take the highways. Okay. No back stay roads. Up, stay on the main roads. Back roads are fine if they're roads. Uh, but if they're if they're like in the urban environments where, and this is just coming from me, 
it, it, and, and it's not necessarily a matter of, of who is there. It's a matter of not only that, but potholes and just roads that are, are falling apart in other ways. Uh, but yeah, it just, it's, it's always good to stay on blacktop that's city maintained or state maintained. Do you carry a weapon or bu- uh, not bug spray? What's it called? Pepper spray? <laughs> Mace, bug spray. Bug spray. Bug spray, bug spray would be effective as well, I guess. Now I'm I'm a what rather if, what large. If you're attacked by wasps. I'm a rather large guy with tattoos all over his arms, so I really don't need spray of any kind. Now I do carry a knife on me uh, on top of my Leatherman. I've never had to use it, and I don't think I ever would unless it came to a personal safety issue. But I do carry one. So you've not experienced any safety issues when you've been on road trips so far no that's good yeah i just i guess i don't necessarily think about the whole like getting attacked thing i always think about okay what if i blow out a tire and i'm just nowhere near a gas station or anywhere i can pull off or you know you're on a road where there's a backcountry road where there's no visible way for me to actually get you know help i was thinking about that stuff like how do i stay safe in those situations well, do you know how to change a tire? I have AAA for that and okay. roadside assistance. And so- <laughs> well, in that case, all you have to do is pull over. Uh, I mean, you can ride the rim of, of, your, of your wheel uh, for, uh, you know, an eighth of a mile, quarter of a mile if need be to get off of a bridge or an overpass where you don't have a shoulder. You know, what's funny, um, Patrick, when you asked about, do you know how to change a tire? And I was thinking, yeah, I do know how to change a tire. I've done it once, you know, so I, I, I know the, I know how to do it. But every time I've had a flat tire or something, someone has come to change it for me. Like even before AAA or, you know, whoever gets there, like a nice person generally will pull over and be like, Hey, do you have a spare? I'll change it for you. So I I've never actually gotten the opportunity to do it in a situation where there was no one else there. Do you really want to do that though? (laughs) Do you really want the opportunity? (laughs) I'd rather be prepared with the knowledge than, you know, like, Oh no, I don't know what to do. Um, so I, but I know the, I know the system for how you change a tire, but I've never actually just had to do it myself. And every time somebody comes, I'm like, Oh man, I could have did it. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, man. Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) You can do it. Fine. I appreciate it, man. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes you just have to be a damsel in distress right. just let it happen okay Every once in a while okay dude see that doesn't work for me oh yeah I, i've got i've got too much facial hair right <laughs> have you ever taken your pets on a road trip yeah once uh we went to north carolina where uh my family farm is in lansing what were the challenges you faced taking your pet on a trip with you Having to stop even more frequently than me because they had to go to the bathroom and also keeping them out of the garbage can because we do have a garbage can in the the van. Did you let them just sit in the car or were they crated? Oh no, no, no. We, we they were with uh they were with the boys and uh in in the in the back, yeah. We took out the middle row of seats. The boys got to sit in the back row and uh the the middle of the van had uh just floor space for them and we put comforters down so they would be uh nice and nice and comfy and uh it, it, overall it was a good trip they didn't know what to expect at first but as we 
got into the trip, it, it, it was a, a, a lot easier for us. What is your next road trip going to be? Probably another road trip to the family farm in North Carolina. I like to go there anytime I can because the, uh, the, 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 the scenes are just so much better than you've ever imagined anywhere else. It's just that is my heaven. And how long is that drive? It's about seven and a three quarter hours. Oh my god! I mean, that's not too. Oh my bad. god! That's normally my cap. Like five to seven is it. I can't do anything over seven. So, yeah, it's not too bad. Oh my god! I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to frolic with the animals on the farm. That's what he has to look forward to as he makes his way to his destination. Will there <laughs> will there be frolicking? Patrick? No, there's no frolicking. It's See, an, it's not an even inactive farm. <laughs> it's an inactive farm. Uh, it uh, is on a mountain. It's 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 really beautiful. Uh, we're like 1,200 feet elevated, um, or no, 2,400 feet elevated. And uh, going hiking on the farm on on the mountain is is just it's an entirely cool. new world out there. It really is. And uh, yeah, like uh, going back to road trips real quick. The last time that I went to North Carolina with my kid. You asked earlier, how do you keep yourself occupied? Right. Well, I wasn't doing anything illegal because I was keeping my eyes on the road. Anytime disclaimer. You start <laughs> with that. With disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. But this was at a time when the seventh Star Wars film had just come out and we were going to go see it while we were up in the mountains. So we watched four, five and six on my son's tablet. And, of course, it was going through the Bluetooth, so it was all based up, and it, it just sounded so great. And so I got to listen to 4, 5, and 6 the entire way down to North Carolina, and it was about 17 minutes difference between the length of those movies and the trip. Hmm. So we had about 17 minutes of, of silence after the movies to drive and that really kept us engaged and it also gave us something to converse about because him and i are both star wars geeks oh look at you bond bonding and stuff and it's nice yeah. that you have people to travel with that aren't just going to fall asleep on you and leave you to drive you know because that would be me yeah me too. <laughs> so yeah. when we do this rv thing patrick you're gonna be mad at me right <laughs> i don't think you'll be able to sleep because i'm gonna put your butt right on top of a speaker oh patrick you don't know me <laughs> I can sleep through anything. <laughs> I'm asleep well, right now. <laughs> you not even know it. That, ex that explains a lot. Hey guys, it's TJ. I know you're enjoying the wonderful content the Rogue Intel Podcast Network provides. We really couldn't do this without the support of you, our wonderful listeners. One of the best ways you can say thank you also happens to be one of the easiest ways. Just go to rogueintel.com slash Amazon and do your Amazon shopping as you normally would. It won't cost you anything, and you'll be supporting your favorite podcast network. That's R-O-G-U-E-I-N-T-E-L dot com slash Amazon. So let's move on to our carry on segment. Carry on. Carry, carry on. on. <laughs> Yay. Wow, we had some bass there. Right. That was, <laughs> that was a beautiful duet. See, this is what's going to happen on our RV trip. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The wheels on the bus go round and round. It's right. going to be fun. So, Renee, do you have an item for carry-on this week? I do have an item for carry-on. 
going along in tradition of our show today and our show topic, which is road trips, um, I have identified an item that I think if you're a pet lover, it may actually help you on your next uh, excursion in your car or truck. And it's called the Kibble Caddy. Um, it's by Roughwear, and Rough is like rough like dog, rough, Aww. rough, <laughs> which I thought was really cute. <laughs> and it's a travel-friendly dog uh, food storage system. So pretty much you can put the kibble at the top part of the device, and it's actually shaped like a little backpack, like a, a single-strap backpack. And underneath at the bottom, you put the um, the tray for the, not the tray, or the the little bowl for water. And it zips in, and you can unzip it out, and it's really, really cool. Like if you outdoor picnics or at the park if you're hiking um, you could take the little pack with you and dispense the kibble and uh, the water all in one little place and it's collapsible so you can actually push it down once it's empty or when you're ready to fill it up so it's really really cool it holds like 42 cups of kibble I guess and it's uh, retail for around 40 bucks so the kibble caddy check it out take it with you your dog's a your dogs will love you or your cats. I'm assuming you can do this for cats too. I don't know no what thanks. cats eat. Taking, <laughs> it seems like taking a cat on a road trip would be a nightmare. Some people have outdoor cats though. Like that's what they do. Yeah. But yeah. So putting them in a vehicle right. for eight hours, not a good idea. Taking, I used to taking my cat to the vet used to be a challenge. Like he would like to crawl under my foot. Like while I was driving, like I several times. Well, the first time I did it and I didn't do it again, but the first time I took him to the vet, I just took him. I didn't put him in mm-hmm. anything. And he like clumbed under my feet and I had to like pull over because I couldn't get him under the, <laughs> under the pedal. <laughs> he was trying to kill me and him. <laughs> oh, um, Travis. Oh, yeah, it was Travis. Oh, I miss him. Oh. Patrick. Yes. Do you have any items, gadgets, books, or travel advice to give for anyone who is trying to pack their carry on? Sure. Um, if you are the kind of person that like to fix things yourself or might be in a situation where you have to fix something yourself, uh, I would strongly recommend a Leatherman pocket tool. They have uh, pocket tools. They have regular knives. They have multi-tools. Leatherman.com. And we're not a, a, they're not a sponsor. I just like their stuff. You can get a Leatherman tool for many different Things, But I'd always recommend keeping them in the backpack or the carry-on, uh, depending on where you're traveling and how, or the glove box. They have uh, simple tools that will break glass and cut seat belts. Those are always good for road trips. And uh, they've got multi-tools that have screwdrivers on them and pliers. So you never know when you're going to need it. That's a really great tip. And Patrick, as the executive producer of Rogue Intel, I think you should work on that sponsorship for us. You know, I might. And I can do the commercial. Do you have your Leatherman? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's better than calling it a jack-off. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name, man. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I, I'd also recommend uh, always bringing car chargers if you are taking a road trip. You can get power inverters to charge your laptops. That way you don't have to pay the absorbent amount of money to get a car charger for your laptop. And, uh, and of course, phone chargers that have enough uh, ports and amperage to uh, charge not only your phone, but your passengers as well, or a phone and a tablet. Uh, it, for a modern-day 5-inch or larger smartphone, you're dealing with about 2 amps required just 
to charge that. So if you've got that and a small tablet or an iPad, you definitely want a four amp charger. So keep that in mind as well. Well, tell us a little bit more about the music sharing that you mentioned earlier, how you can stream music from your home anywhere you are in the world. Oh, yeah, it's called Subsonic, and it's a, uh, you can find it at subsonic.org. And they've got applications for Windows and Mac. So if you've got a computer that you have turned on all the time and it's hooked up to your Internet, you can set it up to just look at your music collection, and it'll index everything, and you'll be able to get it on your phone wherever you are or any web browser wherever you are. There is a cost involved, but it's very, very negligible, and uh, it's just uh, – yeah, it's, it's – it's a good service. I've been using it for a couple of years now. Uh, now, if you are not one of those types of people that want a homebrew system, I I also have uh, Amazon Prime Music. I also have uh, Spotify and uh, Pandora as well. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for round trip today. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Patrick. Well, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Patrick, again, is the executive producer of Rogue Intel. And he is the co-host of the Prime Podcast. Check it out on RogueIntel.com. Or by going to ThePrimePod.com. Or that. Or that. (laughs) (laughs) Pimp, pimp. (laughs) But seriously, it was great being on. And uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy your show. And I listen to it every week. Well, thank you very much. We do appreciate that. And remember, if you ever have any questions, you can reach us at... Round Trip Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 